I'm Jeannie Holzbacher, and on behalf of myself and my fabulous co-host, Jill Wright, we want to welcome you to Executive Shine, Conversations That Count. We search the planet to bring you some of the most dynamic leaders in various industries who often only have one thing in common, uncommonly outrageous positive impact on people and businesses. They are leaving this world a much better place. So kick back and join us. Grab a few insights you can immediately apply to leverage your leadership and foster greater connection in a world that's become increasingly disconnected. They so desperately need you to shine your light bright. Cheers. All right. Welcome to another episode. When we talk about searching the world, what we have got for you tonight is a treat. We have all the way from sunny Florida, Dr. Charlie Ware, one of the only experts in the world to manage sickle cell disease symptoms with a 97% effectiveness. So those of you in my world in the medical arena are going to want to reach out to him and learn from him, and we will get you contact information later. So Dr. Charlie, I'm looking at your bio, epigenetic specialist that we could spend a whole day on, chronic pain management expert. And the best part about your chronic pain management expert is you have a way to do herbal remedies and other remedies that do not require pharmaceuticals. Three cheers for that. Um, And your sickle cell influencers and Fortune 500 consultant. You have done it all. Really? I have? (laughs) So my question is, how in the world, what made you even interested in learning how to take care of all these symptoms in the world and patients that you take care of every day, non-pharmaceutically with success? Um, I would say, to be honest with you, it's a selfish endeavor. Um, I myself have sickle cell beta thalassemia, um, which most people, you know, they don't know until I actually tell them. But I recall um, I was around eight or nine years old and I had a crisis. But a crisis is, is when you have um, the stickle, the cells, your red blood cells sort of stick together and you get clogged up inside of your arteries and veins and cause severe pain. And I had one of those. And I recall the first time I ever was on an analgesic. It was, I mean, um, I recall seeing my mom fly around the room and, and all these crazy things. And uh, I sort of vowed I cannot ever take this ever again. So I used to hide my pain a lot. So uh, my grandfather on my mom's side was Native American from the tribe of Pukwo. So he's always giving uh, like natural things for my gut, for my pain, things of that sort. So it was almost in my blood to go the natural route. Um, going through medical school for a little bit, I dropped out of uh, Western medical school, but I went, to, um, yeah, I went to natural medical school. I was always looking for something that could help myself. And then when I was actually in natural medical school, I had a very, very bad crisis and no one could help me out. I was just lying there, like regimen pain was my, it's always my right arm, uh, level 12 pain. And they were like, oh, I don't know. So I had to, to heal myself. And 20 some years later, I've been, been on that track ever since. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um you know, part of my interest, I, I'm into essential oils and a, a lot of other natural things like Jill and you are. Mm-hmm. And the person that got me first involved in it, she had a husband that literally, and this is why anything we can give people naturally, I want to encourage them to go for, which is why they've got to check out your Facebook page and your website, because her husband just literally from headaches, from work, from stress, took a couple of ibuprofen here and there, and he ended up having Steven Johnson syndrome. Literally, 
his skin started melting off his body until he eventually died after a five-year battle. Yeah. yeah. All, and that can be triggered by any over-the-counter or prescription med. There's no rhyme or reason to it. And exactly. so to see people suffer like that when it's unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. It is, is, is something that it, it breaks my heart even now. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. It breaks my heart even now. Just seeing people, people just go through regular pain. I, I recall the first time I actually had uh, a patient. He was an ex, uh, ex um, NBA player. Um, this guy was limping around for at least 10 years until you saw me. And then I gave him a treatment and, you know, did some things and, he got off my table. He was like, wait a minute. My knees are hurting now. I was like, no, it's not, right? He was, I mean, he jumped up and down. And this guy, six foot six, big guy, picked me up and swore me around and kissed me on the cheek. I was like, wow. But, but again, you know, pain has this emotional connection that people just don't understand. It causes depression, anxiety. It causes all these things. And there is ways to control it naturally. And, 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 and that's the reason why I love herbs. Because again, if you're not just dealing with the symptom of the, the pain at the moment, we're dealing with the reasoning behind it, the nerves, the muscles, the, the other tissues and things of that sort. So very important. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm so glad to have you because as you know, it's it's my passion to to create business like a business for impact or that business is a love delivery system or an impact delivery system. And you have done that with your herbs you created with this company, with what you do with telemedicine and all of these ways that you are changing the world and really taking these things, helping patients with these things that are life changing for them. Yeah, um, I, I've been doing telemed probably for nine years now. You know, I was using Skype, you know, before, you know, Skype even had the HIPAA compliance to actually be able to do it. Unfortunately, she can say that loud. But, you know, um, I, I, I had individuals, you know, from Switzerland, different parts of Africa, the Middle East, like reaching out to me, uh, South America, Brazil, reaching out to me because they saw what I was doing on Facebook. Or um, I, I, I've traveled to many countries treating patients. And it's, it's, it was kind of funny because I, I never considered myself a leader in this industry, but then when I found there were so many different holes that, you know, either there was so much mis misinformation or, uh, how can I say, it, was, it wasn't the right fit for everyone because everyone's trying to, to do things cookbook. I say it has to be individualized. So that's why I slowed myself down a whole lot. I said, okay, I'm going to try to treat the world. I'm going to try to treat individuals first and then see how I can educate enough where other people understand, for, with pain especially, understand how their pain is manifested and what we can do in a natural uh, sense to actually help that out as well. So people can come to you from anywhere for a consultation. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Go to my site, drcharlieware.com, and you can sign up there. Um, we have um, you know, HIPAA-compliant telem um, telemedicine now that um, everything's secure, is safe, is, is HIPAA-compliant. And I, I have sessions with individuals you know, usually every day, well, Monday through Friday, the weekend is my time, my, my family's time, but Monday through Friday, I offer um, the option to have consoles with me. Um, we'll go over just general tests, um, and then I can even do genetics, where I'm, I'm looking at from a genetic standpoint what your body should have and how it should really function versus how you appear appearing right now. And that connection is something, you know, is very, very deep. 
However, and then we would pull things back so, so, so deeply. And I basically look at everyone's diet and start with, I don't care what you come to me for. I'm saying, what are you putting in your body? So is that's the important connection that I have, have people understand. What you put in your body is going to do two things. It's going to create inflammation or it's going to get rid of inflammation. There's really no two ways about it. Um, and I have some individuals who, you know, they're, they're like, you, you should never eat kale. I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's a very small percentage of individuals who have a kale um, um, allergy or is um, a celiac acid um, allergy. It's like 1% of the population. You know, it's a very, very small. So most individuals need leafy greens in their system. You know, kale, cabbage, spinach, you know, Brussels sprouts, things of that sort is, is the uh, best source of even getting K1 and K2, things of that sort. That is a great modulator for pain um things of that sort so it's important i actually had a lot of inflammation in my body and it showed up in a lot of ways a couple months ago including a breast lump and um i ended up and jill knows this i ended up going a very very with my diet i went to more of a ketogenic alkaline yes. mostly alkaline and um, I have, and in between my meals, I, in the morning, I have a juice and I also have a juice at, before bedtime. And yes. it's a 16 ounce kale, spinach, cucumber, turmeric, um, ginger, powerhouse. Yes. Yes. It's beautiful. And, and the, the essence with it, you know, and I tell people like this, is essentially the fact that your body works off micronutrients, right? And once you understand that the micronutrients that you have will not just influence like, oh, I feel I have all this energy. It's not the energy. It's also all down to how the gene is being expressed for said pain or manifestation of the pain as well. So these micronutrients control all of that, you know, from feeling the pain all the way down to the, the body expressing that, that pain as well. So the more micronutrients you have in your system, the better chance you can have for repair as well. So you're saying it's okay for me to have my nine to eleven vegetable serving today? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean I, I eat around eighteen servings of, of veggies a okay. day. It's crazy. Okay. However, for me, I know it, it works for me. You know, and again, some people I have some patients that I have them on high protein diets because that's what their genetics call for. So it, again, diet is very individualized. Talk to us a little bit about that. I've seen you cook and I know that you practice what you preach and you make the most delicious vegetable things. And for you, you, the vegan diet is what supports you. But I also have heard you say, just like there are patients that the different genetics call for different things. So talk to us about that. Cause I think that's a fascinating topic. Exactly. You know, I think I'm one of the few vegans that push most people to, to eat meat <laughs> because, you know, again, it's like I, I look at what's really going to stress the person out. I, I see too many individuals who um, I tr I'm trying to think, I'm like, why are you stressing out about what you're eating? Stop stressing out about what you're eating. Relax, first and foremost, and make sure that what you're eating has a high nutrient density. So what I do with the genetics, you know, it, it'll spit out all the information and it may say that you need 35% of your daily intake of, of nutrients to be protein. It may say 10% uh, of carbohydrates and then the rest of it could be fats, you know, healthy fats, of course. And in my case, it was like 15% or it was like 10%. It was very, very low, which actually went with the way I was already eating. I was like, this is crazy, 10%. Okay, fine. I'm good with that. Um, but my wife, she was like 45% of her daily intake of nutrients had to be protein, you know? And I was like, this is kind of awesome because this is how she also eats. 
So I, I do, as you see, a lot of cooking uh, in my family, especially breakfasts. And I, I'll make everyone their, their turkey bacon or their, their sausages or whatever. And I'm over there making my, my veggies, all my herbs on top of them to make sure I'm still getting, you know, those phytonutrients um, that I need on a daily basis. Um, so it, it's very important to understand that there's no one diet that's going to fit everyone. Like even my kids, like my have four kids and each of them have different genetics where it's like, oh, whoa, this is, this is so fascinating to see that one, like my, my youngest daughter, you're almost identical. My oldest son, my two sons are carnivores. And then my, 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 um, my oldest daughter, she's like that mix, really, really good mix of my wife and myself where she was around 25%, you know, uh, protein and things of that sort. So it's really interesting to see, even, even in a family, there's such a dynamic that can even happen that you have to be very individualized. And I think I noticed about even my kids, their behaviors, really changed when they start eating towards their genetics a lot more. So it was like, okay, so he's tired in, or her blood sugar dropped down. So give her a little bit extra. Da, 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 and it works phenomenal. It works phenomenal. So then, if you tested Jill and you tested me, you're saying you can test each of us individually and put, give us the gen, genetic breakdown of how much we should be having? Yes, definitely. How, is that a blood test or something else? No, it's a, it's a, it's a cheap swab. We send it off, off to our, our genetic um, company that, that runs everything for us, and then they'll spit it out, and then I have to sit there and read it, you know, make sure that all, everything that they're saying from an algorithmic standpoint is active, and I'll compare it to it. And, and, then, and then the other thing I do is I look at your goals, because some individuals that may have the same similar genes as I do with 10%, they may want to be bodybuilders. So I would never be a 200-pound bodybuilder. That just won't happen. But there are ways we can manipulate the food and supplementation to actually make sure that you're going to get that, that weight if you so chose as well. But on, on a healthy basis, we're able to see that. Even the supplements, like um, I'm naturally deficient in zinc. I, it's like I take zinc on a daily basis and a few other things on a daily basis. My wife was naturally deficient in magnesium, so she's taking a magnesium supplement every day. You know, if not, she'll have issues going to the bathroom. You, fi you figure that out to well, baby, that's why you have issues going to the bathroom. Take it every day, babe, you know, so you figure those things out. Well, I'm going to be coming to you for some <laughs> dietary DNA genetic testing because why wouldn't I want to maximize my optimum performance? And that's, that's the purpose, right? And it's, it's funny because... You know, we originally started looking at this stuff from a longevity standpoint. You know, well, can we live past, you know, 100, 120 and still thrive? But then we start to realize that how about the individuals who just want to live better right now? And then that's when we start to say, hey, look, let's just focus on how to make sure that they are getting better right here, right now. And the, the, the funny thing, and actually um, in a book that I was recently part of, and I think Jill was also a part of it as well, we actually got into, like, in my chapter, how these bioactive um, nutrients, code of longevity, how, how these bioactive nutrients that activate your, your genetic code in different ways, they're largely found in different herbs. It, it wasn't, okay, but if you eat all this protein, you, it's like it was found in herbs. It was actually a study that, that showed that our brain size shifted once we went from being like more of a, let's say, landscape eater, like, you know, out in the prairie, and start eating more shellfish and seaweed and things of that sort, the brain actually changed size into different chemicals and the brain um, shifted as well. That's why we became smarter, we became more efficient at what we were doing. That's brilliant. Fascinating. And so talk about that. How did you discover that? So you're, you're 
grandfather you said had some is the background in that was an Indian and taught you some of these natural remedies, yeah. but you continued to study it. Yeah. And so how did you learn so much about these things? I'm so excited. I got all of these things from you this week. So I am starting to use them already. And it, there are so many people out there with different things. Mental health right now is a massive issue. And people are going to pharmaceuticals and opioids for pain, all these different things. And that's another creating another whole crisis. So talk about how you discovered some of these properties in the herbs that can help with all of the different conditions people are having right now. The, the first way I discovered it was really, you know, just, you know, I've always been a researcher and my, I grew up on a farm back in Virginia. You know, we had pigs and goats and chickens and things of that sort and plants. Uh, um, but I, w- I always noticed that my grandfather and my uncle, they would never plant the same thing year after year. It was always rotating crop. So I was like, so I said, I said, Grandpa, like, why are you not, you know, you plant corn this year and next year you're planting tomatoes or you're not planting anything. He was like, well, we have to let the ground rest. What do you mean? Or, or, or he'll plant something like a, a cheap crop and then he'll turn it over during the winter to actually give them the soil more um, of, of a nutrient base. And I didn't understand it then, but now I understand it that the, the soil is so depleted in nutrients. So the food that we're eating right now, you know, it, you know, if you bite into an apple, I just had an apple like an hour ago, and it's hard to find an apple that tastes like an apple, right? It's like, it tastes like water. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I think I'm eating an apple. So that just is a sign that is so many nutrients that's depleted out of our food. These herbs are a way to replenish our bodies so much more. Um, we've been using the herbs for, let's say, 5,000, 6,000 years. Um, the, the original Chinese text that's over five and a half foot tall that I had to uh, learn some, some medical Chinese in order for me to translate some of these things as well. Um, that book is 5,000 years old. Um, so we know that we've been using herbs for a long time in, in Africa, even longer than that. So I just you know, continued to do research and then we saw, had a lot of empirical evidence. And then there's so much research that came out of Japan, Germany, you know, uh, Canada, France, about what was really going on with these herbs. We think, again, in most other countries, they are aware of, oh, hey, look, you know, you, you take lemon balm for this. You take, you know, a, a few things here and there to actually improve your health. But then if we look at just the, the common herbs, let's look at, you know, rosemary, sage, and thyme, things of that sort. Why do you even use that in, in a lot of cooking? They were used it as a one as preservative, but also knowing that a lot of these things you can actually use as medicinals too. I mean, rosemary has been used um, as, as uh, sorry, resonic acid inside of rosemary. Um, it's been used as a way to um, help emulate plaque that's on the brain to, to stop Alzheimer's and dementia and things of that sort. Um, so there's different ways and aspects of using it. I mean, sage is, is one of the herbs we use just for gastrointestinal, but also is great for blood, you know, helping nutrients inside the blood as well. So it's just different ways that I've been able to research and I spend hours and hours doing it, but then I went from just researching to put into clinical practice. And once I went into clinical practice and further did more research, I've done research and um, here in the States, I've done some in Canada, I've done some in Cameroon, uh, Nigeria, Kenya, Uganda. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done, you know, it, 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 it
and we may be able to, to show the effects, you know, of just them, the herbs themselves. It's amazing because it's really life-changing for people and they need to know this information. And so where did they go to, to find out about all of this herbs and this education is, is on your, your website as well? Definitely. It's definitely on our website at um, healingblends.com. It's just healingblends.com or, or on my website, drcharlievermere.com. But, oh, I'm sorry, I'm a backtrack a little bit. The reason why I was bringing up the, the, the preaching of, of the vitamins inside of the nutrients, you, you spoke about a lot of the uh, psychopharmaceuticals that, that's out today. Most individuals are deficient in B vitamins, you know, um, B6, B9, and B17, because we're, it's not, it's hard to get inside of our soil. Like most individuals aren't you know, going around eating mushrooms all day long, you know, um, but if we had a balanced diet, you'll find a lot of this anxiety, a lot of stress, a lot of some other, other mental issues would start to go away slowly. Um, our um, less stress, I mean, I'm sorry, our peaceful calm that, that, that I sent you, um, four of the herbs inside there were researched with, um, with individuals inside of, of, of clinics surrounding, uh, they were a methadone clinic, excuse me, and it was methadone against um, these four herbs. What happened was individuals um, were had high anxiety, were not able to sleep, of course, going through withdrawal from, from heroin is, is kind of hard. They added those four herbs inside there, and individuals were able to get up the heroin faster. They were able to actually sleep more efficiently, and anxiety went away. So my, my peaceful calm, I had people use that all the time. And if they're getting a deeper sleep, it puts you into a, a deeper theta sleep. It's actually getting a, a more quality sleep, as well as actually providing with some B vitamins inside their system as well. And again, I'm not trying to sell a product. I'm trying to have you understand the power of these herbs and some of the research that's been done with them is is just is groundbreaking. Um, so that's my spiel. <laughs> well, I, and it was interesting when you mentioned the B vitamins. You didn't mention B12. And that's the one that you see all over the shelves in exactly. the health food stores. So talk about the different properties of those different yeah. B vitamins, because that was really interesting. Exactly. B12 is like the most common B vitamin uh, as far as like found in nature for, for the most part. Um, and of course, you know, protein, you know, is, is, is one of the base, basic uh, amino acid chains out there. It's one of the longest um, as well. So essentially when you have B1, B1 affects different nervous systems, the eyes and the teeth and things like that. So B2, it goes more towards the hair, the skin and, and things like that. So, and B6 really is about, you know, hitting the nervous system and really getting to that, that, that hippocampus and, and, and allowing the brain to actually open itself up. It's, it helps the body to um, detoxify itself along with, you know, if you add some, um, some glutathione inside there as well. Like B9 is actually, is, is great for um, liver and things like that. So, so different organelle things actually go on. B12, the reason why people, you know, love it so much, because again, it helps you gain muscle. It also helps the nervous system because if you're deficient in, in B12, you may have some nervous uh, nervous issues, uh, nervous system issues like um, uh, neuropathy and things of that sort. Um, even neuropathy, like, like I said, I tell people, hey, if you have neuropathy, take a triple dose of whatever B complex you can find and just keep taking it. You'll see that it's going to start to slowly go away as well because you're deficient in your B vitamins. You know, so it's very yeah. very. Important. That's fascinating. I recently I've always, saw something oh, on B17. What do you yeah. know about that? Ooh, I, I forgot I said that one. Ooh. B17 is, is 
I'm laughing because it is is B17 is one of those vitamins that everyone sort of sweep under the rug because we know it's very, very good for helping, you know, different chronic diseases like the C word, the cancers and things like that. It's a lot of research that was like in the 20s and 30s and 40s and even in the 80s with just the B vitamins and the B17s. Um, so, but it, it's one of those ones that is, is a methyl, is a methyl uh, 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 agitator, which allows the body to really methylate itself more efficiently. So when the cancer happens, if you're over methylate, you're over, the genes are overexpressing. It's producing too many of the same types of proteins over and over again. So a, a cancer really is about, for the most part, a tumor is like, say, for instance, you don't want a, a eye protein growing inside of your breast tissue. You, know, you want the proper breast tissue. And that's what sort of happens with, with cancer. It, but um, with, when you're taking certain B vitamins and, and, and allow a lot of bodies to undermethylate itself or remethylate itself efficiently, it will help slow it down. And even certainly B17, some other B vitamins to help with that as well. And again, this is my disclaimer. There's a lot of research out there. Do your own research. I'm not saying go take B17. I'm just saying it's some research out there with B17 and some others as well. Yeah. I've also on your website, a very dear friend of mine just uh, had her daughter diagnosed with um, diabetes, mm-hmm. um, with type one diabetes. Okay. Um, and just came up very suddenly, like in a week, all of a sudden her, she's having stomach aches. Um, she's thin, in good shape. Um, all of a sudden, boom, you know, yeah. they diagnose her. What yeah. What type, you've listed that on your website. What type of things can support this? Yeah, definitely. I mean, in, in not all of uh, uh, type 1 diabetes is genetic. Some can be um, conditional as well. It can, it can be an onset. Because in general, I say 90%, 95% of type 1 diabetes, we're going to say is genetic. It's something that was bound to happen. Um, even without, without genetic test. As you can see your insulin resistance or, or, or if you have any sort of metabolic stress that can actually bring this on. Um, one reason why um, we test that is basically to say that how much inflammation are you bringing into your body to actually make this happen a little bit more readily. In that case, what we, um, we tend to do, we really just support, first we do some symptomatic things to see exactly what's really going on in the body. Where is the inflammation? Why is the body starting to reject the insulin and glycogen and things like that? So why is it breaking down? Uh, inefficiently and just pull it inside the body and then we'll stop the the inflammatory responses and then help support the body to uptake that as much as possible and it's it's a long trail long haul to do that you know we'll get to know the individual and things of that sort but is there are ways to actually help support that definitely especially if it's early on and it happened you know very like on an early onset you know maybe what's something that was in her genes that was never picked up uh, or it could be something that was structurally done that can um, bring it on as well. Well, that's the advantage of, you know, what you're doing is the genetic testing to be able to, to tell those things. And so you can see how you can support your body so that, that you don't activate. I mean, because even if you have those things in your genetics, mm-hmm. you could activate them or not, right? Exactly. There's a lot of like, you know, um, ways to actually, again, help support that. Um, and in fact, um, something that in, in our diabetic formula that, that we have that no one else in the United States actually ever had, or even probably ever heard of, it's called metropharin. Metropharin is something that I start studying 
I think 16 plus years ago, um, that's been shown to actually help repair the insulins of the actual papers itself. Uh, and this was just a large study. A lot of um, Ivy League schools here in the United States have researched this. Um, the research is just phenomenal on, on how it is able to help with diabetes and things of that sort. So when we start to use it um, on our patients, uh, we were seeing that, you know, 16 weeks out, the patients like A1C is dropping back in line, the inflammatory responses are dropping back in line. And this is usually without any dietary changes as well. Um, we, we had, we've had a few um, uh, endocrinologists call and said, um, is this really a herb or what's, I'm like, yeah, is this an herb? And people just don't know about it because um, it is a very, very powerful um, substance. Um, and I have some of that research on my website. And the reason why I didn't full on, you know, put everything um, um, out about it was because at one point, the, I guess the extraction uh, process was going on a, a patent pending. But then luckily for me, since I deal with herbs, we, I actually found another herb that um, has a much more bioavailability of it. Uh, and that's the, the one I use. And there's no patent on that. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, and it's just, you know, but, but, but the other thing um, with it was making sure that it was safe, it was effective. And, and I mean, we've had individuals um, that have had issues losing weight, um, were able to lose weight, you know, after 15 pounds within, you know, four months uh, of being on it. And it's something that you don't have to be on for the rest of your life. It's something that can actually help you out and repair. And then you can, you know, go back and live a sensible life, you know, versus going back and doing your own lifestyle. Oh, that's amazing. We have a commercial coming up. And when we come back, I want to talk about all of the work you are doing all around the world. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I will let you know. Thank you. Are you ready to be ageless and live limitless? Unlock your codes of longevity and discover how to age in reverse. Look and feel years younger, perform at your peak and express boundless energy vitality enjoy this and so much more is possible because it's no longer a question of if we're living longer we are living longer the question is how well do you want to live beginning today so that you can flourish and thrive at any age and any stage of life this book brings together more than 20 of today's health and longevity leaders to share with you the secrets that exist within so that you truly can unlock your code and you can live your long life well beginning today. So now is your time to go to codesoflongevity.com to order your copy so that you truly can look, feel, and live life optimized to 120 and beyond. That's awesome and if they want to read about it your chapter starts on page 131 and it is about the role of bioactive nutrients in longevity so that's amazing but i want um genie doesn't know about all the work that you've done all over the world and how how god has made some miracles happen in doing this too yeah, um, I, I'm I'm very shy and modest when I discuss stuff like that. So, but um, so I, I've been able to do some, some great things for the people that I serve, and and I just want to continue to give back. Um, in Uganda, actually, um, I'm building. Well, I built. It's already built. Sorry, I built a hospital in Uganda in Ginger, um, Uganda, 
um, all self-funded. I, I didn't want any red team. And uh, I just said, you know, here's the money. Let's just get this thing done. And it's for sickle cell and also chronic diseases. And the reason why we did that was because um, I've been doing work in, you know, uh, at least uh, 40 other different African countries. And they're, I mean, they're just ravaged with, with sickle cell disease. Um, in some countries, you know, 35% of the population, you know, has sickle cell and also sickle cell trait, which is, yes, again, it, it's just, it's just, it's devastating to see. Um, and Uganda is over 3 million active individual sickle cell cases, but there's no hospitals dedicated to it. So um, as we started to do this work over there, our medical director was just, you know, he said, listen, you know, we, we don't have this. I'm like, have what? He said, we don't have a dedicated clinic or a hospital to sickle cell disease. They only had um, like twice a month at the major government hospitals where all the sickle cell patients would come and um, just get, you know, checked out, treated and things of that sort. Uh, so I took it upon myself. Um, we actually have an ambulance service that goes out to the rural um, areas and, and check on uh, the individuals. And um, the hospital was built and you know, we get the equipment in there. And just Monday, we had two kids come um, that were in ravishing pain and there was no blood to be found anywhere in, inside uh, the local areas. So the blood veins were out of blood. Um, luckily for us, and, and I, I just want to say to people, you know, I, I keep talking about how these herbs are working, but trust me, I do research and stuff, so I understand how it works. We have clinical trials on it, but we were able to actually, um, one had a hemoglobin of a four, and Jeannie would know that hemoglobin of a four basically means that's almost imminent death. Um, another one ha um, who had been on our supplements um, had an eight. For, for a sickle cell patient, have an eight um, hemoglobin, that's actually pretty darn good, actually. Historically, is, is around a 6 to a 7.2. So this one that had a 4, um, within is a certain um, protocol we do with them um, and some other supplements we actually give because, again, there was no blood. Um, the, the pain medication really wasn't working. And then within 12 hours, the child was up walking around like nothing had happened. Wow. Uh, the, the one who had a, um, AIDS, we, it took a little bit longer for him to get uh, balanced but he because he actually had a full-on infection. So we did some um, IV antibiotics with them, like keep, kept them on the natural things as well. And he was actually, um, they all, both, everyone went home. One went home Tuesday, no, Wednesday morning, and another one went home this morning, well, yesterday morning down there with them. So within uh, a couple wow. of days, they were, you know, both. And in fact, they actually wouldn't go home on Tuesday because they both felt great, you know. So, but that's essentially the reason why is because um, we had one mother walk, uh, carry her child 20 kilometers um, to get treated by us as well at our hospitals. And we, we were just breaking ground. And we, we had a small clinic there as well, but um, we were able to, to help her out um, too. So, but that's the reason why I, I'm putting my, 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 my own money, you know, into all this is because um, I, I don't want, you know, to, to have, you know, red tape for me to be able to treat this population. And my goal, to be honest with you, and it's something that I'm not being shy about anymore, but my goal is to have between, I say, 200 and 400 different clinics and hospitals throughout the entire continent of Africa, you know, dedicated to sickle cell disease and also chronic disease as well. Um, and you got some partnerships with the local governments that um, we, we've been doing some great things. I had a clinic in Kenya, and just recently, two weeks ago, I'm going to tell you this, Joe, but um, we had a, a father that he has four kids with sickle cell disease, and he's in the center of, of where sickle cell is in Kenya, in Kisumu. 
Um, and he he said, I, I, like, whenever you're ready to build a hospital here, I'm gonna give you land to do so. Um, and he's dedicating land um, to us as well. So it, it's just things like that that I'm just grateful for and different partnerships I, I'm, I'm discussing with different people who can help out. Because the other thing there is, of course, power. So also I'm um, trying to couple with individuals to saying, look, let's get this thing off the grid. Let's get solar power. Because I've, I've had individuals right in the middle of surgery and all the power shut off. And uh, it's like, okay, what are you going to do? The person's laying open um, and you don't have any power you can see. So um, you have uh, um, some individuals having a solar power initiative and things of that sort. So it's, it's quite a few things I'm trying to get done, you know, um, there. Um, and then as I continue to talk about it, um, there's some villages um, on uh, Lake Victoria, be beautiful islands on Lake Victoria where it is ravaged with, you know, HIV, um, sickle cell disease and everything else. And I'm trying to partner with people to, to help bring some sort of economy to, to these islands, like fish and, you know, fish farms or whatever. But my goal um, soon is actually to help, you know, build a clinic and possibly a school there as well, because in order for them to get any sort of medical care, they have to um, get in a boat and go across Lake Victoria in order to, to get any medical care. And um, doing the whole COVID thing, we supplied, you know, between 10 and 15 tons of food and medical supplies to these individuals. That's awesome. So I want all of our listeners to learn about this and to be able to, you know, take your lead and to see the way that you've given back and you're making such a difference. Like, thank you so much. And I know your wife helps you too. And, and so supportive of what you do. I got the pleasure of meeting her a couple of weeks ago and she's brilliant in her own right. So we, I look forward to having her on the show as well. So definitely. her and hormones are, are, are just actually, she's just like crazy with hormones. So ladies Watch out. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. When did you get this vision for these hospitals internationally? Wow. Ooh, <laughs> That's a great question. So, okay. I, I, I'll give you a short story, long story. So when I first started dealing with um, sickle cell disease in Africa, um, I started to do some things with one of the, the, the presidents in um, Nigeria, uh, Jonathan Goodluck. And it wasn't with sickle cell disease, it was with something else. So they formed this coalition of good governance of Nigeria, da 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 da. So I was approached um, at one point to help them build hospitals and things of that sort. And they handed me a contract for $600 million. And I was like, that's a lot of money. <laughs> whoa, what am I going to do with all this money? And to be honest with you, I just didn't feel it was, I mean, $600 million. And I'm like, it, it was a real contract because I, I have an international bank will look at it. And this is a, a phenomenal, I was like, this is crazy. And I just didn't have the feeling that it was centered around really helping people. I felt as if they were just sort of laundry money. And, and once I learned what was really going on, that was a thing. So I actually, I, I declined it. But I didn't tell Caroline that for like two or three years that I declined six hundred million dollars. <laughs> so um, fast forward like eight years um, past that, um, I was actually in a leadership um, class that was uh, nine months long just last year. I started on last um, at my last classes next week. 
Um, and part of our vision, uh, part of this leadership, they were like, okay, you know, what, what, what are your, what are your wigs, your, your wildly important goals that you just, you know, and I was like, I see, you know, it's, it's been in my heart for a long time. Cause I, I, I didn't tell anyone that story for, for besides my wife, like five or six years. Cause it was, it wasn't important. And God put it in my heart. I was praying about it. And I said, you know, and he had to go up to the front and it was a whole room of auditorium. He had to go in there and sort of say like, you know, you know, what are you made for? And I didn't have anything written down. I was like, okay. I said, well, and I told the story about that contract. And I was like, I'm here to help those people out. I'm going to do it myself. I said, I don't know how I'm going to do it, (laughs) but I'm going to do it myself. And a month later, a month later, a month later, everything sort of blossomed and bloomed. Like I said, we already had a small clinic there. And the landlord of that actually just, you know, he said, oh, you know, we have this other landlord. If you want to use it for something, what? And then the local government hospital, they were like, well, can you take care of all our sickle cell patients? We're like, what? Uh, I think we need to build a hospital. How much that's going to cost? I'm like, well, okay, fine. Can we start building? Got the contractors, engineers, permits, everything within a month. And it took- That is unreal. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's all God. It's all God. You know, it's, it's, and uh, we got this huge, you know, medical tent from um, another charity. It actually holds like 400 people and they came and like cemented down, put a cement slap down. So that's, you know, it's, it's, it was, it was just all, it's the way it worked out. was just phenomenal. It's, 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 I'm still in disbelief that, um, I have a hospital in Uganda now. Um, how did that happen? My head's still spinning about it. What is your, let's talk about that for a second, because what I'm hearing is this was an idea and it was a vision and then it grew and grew and grew into something even bigger than you could have asked for or imagined. So yes. Knowing that, what is your takeaway with our listeners that they have an, any idea of an inkling or vision because it sounds like you felt like you were called for this. Yes. Like yeah. you knew that you knew that you knew that, oh, this is a part of my divine destiny. Yes. Yes, so definitely. When you know that something is a part of your divine destiny, what would you tell people about proceeding forward? Because usually it's much, it's talk, talk about a wig. That's a wildly, <laughs> you know, audacious goal there. Um, yeah, yeah. What would you yeah. tell somebody that's on the cusp of of getting ready to step forward into something that's bigger than they ever dreamed of? To be honest with you, I hate to sound cliches, but trust in the process. Because um, there have been times where I've been presented with other great things. I'm like, oh, well, is that for me? And, and this was one of the few times that, to be honest with you, I stepped out completely on faith, completely on faith. You know, you know, everyone's been through covid um, looking at my books, I made a, in, in my, my, my medical practice, I made a third of what I did the previous year. So I was like, how, I'm like, how, how was all this happening? And I didn't, you know, I had the money or whatever, but it was like, I made a third, but I'm like doing more with whatever I have now. And, and that, that's the great thing is when you're committed to the vision that's given to you and you, you let fear drive you, not pull you back, drive you forward, um, everything you need is going to be right there. The people are going to, going to show up and help you. Um, the, the, the resources are going to be there. So just continue to believe in the process of what it is that was put on your heart. 
The other thing I always tell individuals, write it down. Write it down so that you can see it, so that your team can see it, so that everyone around you can actually say, oh, okay, I'm working towards that. I, I just had a meeting um, just yesterday, a, a team meeting, and I wrote down for, it's funny, um, I had this on my wall for four years in my office, like the the other phase of all this, and we start checking things off. Like, wait, we've done that. We've done this. We've done that. We've done this. And they're like, this is, I say, no, this is the reason why I write this stuff down so we can all, you know, see that we're winning together, you know? And that's the other thing. You got to make sure you tell people that you trust about what it is you're doing, you know? Make sure you understand the process, believe in the process, write it down, but also tell people, don't hide it. You know, this is a, a blessing and gift that, you know, has been put on your heart for a reason. Tell people about it. You know, not everyone's going to um, believe in it with you, but you'll know the ones um, who will believe in it. I think that is phenomenal. And for me, I think that trusting the process without having to see everything, it's about surrendering. Yes. Beautiful word. That's a beautiful word. It's, that's what it is. You surrender to it. And I mean, case in point, I'm sitting in my office in Hollywood, Florida, and I've never been to Uganda to even visit my hospital, but it's built the staff is there. The equipment is there. We have patients coming in already. It's not even totally complete yet. So I, it, again, the, the process is always bigger than you anyway. You're just the, the individual putting it into motion, believing that others are going to pick this ball up and run with it along with you. You know, So that's the way I see it. That's pretty amazing. And that's a that's a momentum that kicked into high gear at rapid speed, isn't it? It is. That's called a quantum leap, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and again, it's, it's still hard for me to even say the words. Sometimes I feel embarrassed saying that, you know, I, I have a you know, hospital, but it's not my hospital. It's for them anyway. It's for them. It's not for me. You know, I mean, I, I, I would love to keep, you know, buying my expensive Italian shoes and, and hang out, but... <laughs> Had Jill clean, you know, you know, but but you know, it, it's, it's bigger than that. At, at some point, you know, you can only your closet can only hold so many shoes, right? You right. don't have two feet, so. And that's the biggest thing that the 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 life that comes from that type of intention and and that. I don't know. I call it spiritual magic that, that when you just are clear with God and, and, you know, I drive Jeannie crazy cause I'm a big, let go, let God, like, I know it's going to work. You know, she's like, but how are we going to do this? So I said, I don't know. I just get out of the way and I let God move through me. And, and it's to see what's happening for you and, the people that you're impacting and now you can duplicate this system now that you've done it once yeah. and do it, you know, all over the world. Yeah. And, and that's the goal. And it's, it's funny because, you know, when you told that to, to my wife, you know, she, she's actually changed a lot of her, her mentality. And, and I really appreciate that. And I, I mean, I'll say that for years and years and years, you know, and she would never listen to me. She listens to the people that oh, I can relate to Jill. You know, she has this energy. She's bubbly. She, I, I can just grab onto that, you know, and, and I love it. 
because of the fact that it's really that simple. You know, something that you actually said said to me as well. You're like, it's it's really just that simple. You you say what you want, you let it go, and then you go keep doing what you have to get done, but you let that part go. And I was like, wow, it is that simple. You know, even though you know, I, I didn't know you before all of this, you know, vaguely, but that's essentially what I started doing with a lot of things in my life. And it's you know, I'm able to go out fishing now and enjoy myself a little bit more versus working 12 to 14 hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to hear you're going fishing because we were in this amazing mastermind together and we talked about we do these things to give back, but what are we doing to give to ourselves? Yes. Yes. And so being able to have a balance with what we're giving away and what we're doing to restore ourselves. And so I've actually had to schedule time yes. because what happened before is is I'd be so busy, and if I took time for myself, I feel guilty. Exactly, exactly, exactly. The the beautiful thing Caroline did for me like two years ago, she bought me a stand up desk. I, I stand up all day long, but I have a hammock underneath of it, right? So at first she was like, "You won't ever use that." Fifteen minutes a day, I get in my hammock and I take a nap. So I take naps every day. Something I mean nap? No, I would never. I would never let my employees see me. Let, no, I nap. Everyone knows. But where is he? That, that, oh, he, he's napping. Never, never mind. You know, it's something I had to give them to myself. And then to take it a step further, I would nap. And then, oh, I'm repower. I'm re- repower. I work another eight hours. Like no, take time out. Go home. Enjoy your family. Enjoy. I mean, I live on an intercoastal in Hollywood, Florida. I mean, hello. I, I can catch. I, I, I had a, a mangrove snapper like that big yesterday on my line, you know. So it's like, you know, it's, 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 I start to really enjoy. You know, I, I lived out here for like almost 10 years ago. I live now. And I really used to go outside and just go fishing. Now I'm out there all the time. And I'm vegan. I don't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. I'm coming to go fishing because I was raised in Minnesota and we, I used to fish like every morning, like walk out on the dock, you know, with my little piece of string with my corn hanging on it. And I'd catch those little sunny fish on the edge of the dock. I love that. So I'm coming fishing with you. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. (laughs) I love it. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so glad that you could come and join us and share these stories and you're just making such a difference. And it's such an inspiration for all of us to learn to work in our zone of genius Mm -hmm. and then take care, give back, but give to us too, Yes, you know, so that we can, we can sustain this for a long, you know, for a long time. Exactly. That, that's the main thing I had to realize was, you know, I can work in my genius, I can give back, and it's okay for me to take for myself as well, you know, um, and, and not indulge in, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm going to relax, I'm going to have a few drinks or whatever, or that, or, you know, if you do, that's fine. But with me, I had to figure out what I can continue to do to relax myself, prepare myself, and give myself space to be able to, to be creative. Again, that's what we had discussed, was give myself space to continue to be creative and do the things that, you know, were really put in my heart as well. So it's, it's a beautiful ride. I love it. Yeah. And to surround yourself with people that are 
mentally challenge, you know, stimulate you. Like, and, and when, you know, when we were talking, I was like, you just need some, some people to mentally play with, you know, who can, who can talk on your level and can create because it's that energy of creation that is also really life-giving. Definitely, definitely, yeah. And it's funny because I reconnected with another uh, two of the projects I'm doing, and we've been meeting, you know, all week long, and we're, we're definitely going to put some things down on paper soon with that. And so, is is it's, that's what's sort of waking me up more in the morning now. That's that I don't love my patients, or love things other things I'm doing, but you know, I, I am I am a creative person immensely. It's like I have a lot of things up here, and I want to get out. So, so yeah, that's awesome. Good, that's good, awesome. Good, good. <laughs> What do you think, Jeannie? I think that I'll be in touch with him. I have a, I already have a plan on some things I'm doing with some people, but you'd be a great supplement to add into my team, especially with being able to do the DNA testing and zero in on what I need. Um, I also think that from a standpoint of creativity, I have found that when I nurture my creative muscle, the rest of my world gets better and my best business ideas come. I had one explosive one today that wouldn't have come if I hadn't taken that time out for me lately. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, it, I mean, it, it actually, it, it feels, when, when it, like for me, when it happens, it's almost like that's, it was so easy to do that. It was so easy to let go and let it just sort of go through. It was like, like, wow, like that was, okay, I'm done for the day. And, and before, you know, I would have this great idea and then I would have to do everything for it. I say, no, I have a team that I can, let's, 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 let's work this idea through. Let's massage a little bit type thing. You know, before I, I would be here to two, three, four o'clock in the morning, working out ideas and all angles of it, go home, sleep for two hours, shower, come back and see patients all day long, thinking that I was Superman. And, and I was just breaking my body down. Like now it's like, mm, that was a great idea. Let's work on it together, everyone. So, right. So Dr. Charlie, how can other people, we're going to have you in the show notes and everything, but real quickly, where can they go to get information about you? You can look at me um, on Facebook at, again, my name, Dr. Charlie Ware.com. Dr. Charlie Ware is my, my Facebook. Also, Instagram's the same thing. Um, we have a company, Healing Blends um, Global as well. Same thing with the Instagram handle. Um, I am on um, LinkedIn as well as Dr. Charlie Ware, again. Uh, my web page is either healingblends.com or my name, drcharlieware.com as well. Well, thank you so much for giving us some of your time tonight. We appreciate you letting us tap into your brilliance. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me. This, this, was, this was excellent, Jeannie. I, I really appreciate um, you giving me your insight as well. And Jill, as always, brilliant. You you, you make my heart skip a beat every time I, I see your bubbly face. Uh, I, I really love it. Thank you so much. I love you too. And <laughs> Carolyn too. So make sure to give Carolyn a big hug for me. I definitely will. Though. I definitely will. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I look forward to next week when we bring you another great doctor from our book. <laughs>